This is The Drive with A.D. and Rav on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Right, everybody, we're back again. This is the drive on 93.7 the ticket. It is Friday, and oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, who do I see? The three amigos are back together again after that radio marathon on what was that Tuesday? Yeah, that's right. We, that's right. We did are have you, we did have a marathon. Are you coming in to do the text bag? I really like doing the text bag. That's no, <laughs> no, the text bag is not a drive thing. That is a happy hour thing. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> Do not steal our things. Uh, <laughs> Big, Big Bird says, Raph is like my toddler. Where did you put your headphones? I don't know. Raph, are you paying attention? <laughs> Raph gets easily distracted. Okay. Huh? So so I brought Rico in for for what's about to transpire because as a, a the three some of the three baseball guys, right? Kind uh, of baseball. Somewhat baseball guys. Anyway, you know enough about the history and about how where the game is at currently to to be purposeful in this conversation. So, once again, last night the Cubs versus the Cardinals. All right, in the top of the first inning. So literally in the top of the first the inning, the game has started. There's two outs. Yes, Ian Happ for the uh, the Cubs hitter is up to the plate. On a backswing, he uh, he hits Wilson Contreras, former uh, Cub, former Cub himself in the back of the head on accident, who's the catcher, obviously, on his backswing. Long story short, Wilson has to leave the game. Ian Happ hugs Wilson Contreras. Everything is good between those two dudes because, like, off the field, those guys are best friends. They're, st- they're still as close as ever, all right? Well, immediately after, Cardinals pitcher Miles Michaelis, great mustache, he, ends, he, he goes up and in and basically sends a message to Ian Happ, all right? And the very next pitch... You know, dumb baseball unwritten rules. Yes, the very next pitch, he drills Ian Happ. And so Ian Happ takes his base, and in that moment, the umpires are like, you're out of there. Well, the Cardinals announcers, and I, and this is not just like a Cubs-Cardinals thing, but... Oh, it is. It, it might be a little bit. Shout out by, to... By the way, the Cardinals are 46-58. and 58, uh, Just <laughs> one of the worst teams in the NL Central Division. The Cubs are 51-51 and 51 and might have moved to, to being buyers at the trade deadline instead of sellers. Anyway, but that's besides the point. Listen to the audio clip of the, the, the how this these events transpired. It's a little over a minute long, but the hill that the Cardinals announcers die on is a very, very weird look, it's a in weird, my opinion. It's a weird hill to die on, but hey, at least they're dead. Yeah, <laughs> so so here is, here's how it sounded on Bally Sports uh, for, for the, the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Message might have been sent there. Three balls and a strike. And another message sent. Buzzed the tower once, got him flushed the second time, and now let's see if the umpires issue warnings after Happ 
knocked Contreras from the game. Well, you, you see that Hap knew exactly what was going on, too. Didn't say a word, took his bag, caught him right in the hip. If you're going to get him, that's exactly where you get him. Did the job the right way. They're going to talk it over. They'll issue warnings. They throw him out? Wow, they Come just on. throw Michaelis out of the game. you got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. Have a little feel for baseball. Have a little feel for the game. That's awful. So Miles Michaelis buzzes the tower with Hap. Hits him waist high. Gets thrown out of the game. Well, he's going at it right now with the ball, with the uh, dugout at the Cubs. They're waving him into the Cardinals dugout. And now things get even more dicey for the Cardinals. Jack Flaherty's hot. Okay. So here's here's where I'm here's where I'm at. I I understand that in the in the past time, right, if if one team hits another dude, right, especially in rivalries, if one team hits another guy, then the very next inning, this all happened a lot when the pitchers had to hit, right? That the other team, when the pitcher was up to bat, they would hit the pitcher mm-hmm. or they would hit somebody on their team. I, I understand, like, you exchange shots, then the umpire needs to intervene, establish warnings, kick somebody out, whatever it is. But the fact, and this is, this is why I found that clip and the announcers kind of laughable last night, was because at the start of the, of the clip, you hear them justify the fact that they're intentionally throwing at a batter Oh, he buzzes the tower, he sends buzzes, a message. Sends a message. Uh, and then he hits him with the very next pitch. Message and, sent. And, yeah, he's like, there's another message. And he goes, that's the way to do it if you're going to do it. And then to get all up in arms about the fact that they threw him out of the game for what you just, uh, just explained was 100% intentional is a very weird hill to die on. You know what's really funny is that the same people who think, oh, yeah, he's hitting him with a baseball, that's okay, that's a totally acceptable thing to do, are upset when somebody flips a bat and doesn't hurt anybody whatsoever. So it's just ridiculous because you're intentionally throwing a baseball at a person, not not towards a person so they can hear throwing it at a person, and somebody's like, yeah, no, that's fine. And I would have had no, honestly. But he followed, he followed the rules. Well, so, and this is my thing. I would have had no problem if he, he buzzed the tower, he went up and in, right, didn't hit Ian Happ, like, that's fine. But then to follow it up with another one that actually hits him on a 3-1 count, mind you. So there's things like this in baseball where if it's on an 0-2 count and a guy gets hit, right, the pitchers at that level are so good that they very rarely – miss their command or miss their spots that much to where it hits the batter, mm-hmm. right? So on like 0-2 pitches, on a 1-2 pitch, when the pitcher's ahead in the count, you'll see a lot of guys get hit in that instance because they're usually throwing an off-speed pitch. The ball might slip out of their hand. They might have lost control of the pitch, right? But on a 3-1 count, and this is this goes into my next argument, on a 3-1 count, it's a heavy fastball count most of the time. And Miles Michaelis, once again, this is the top of the first. So th- there's no, they're not going through the lineup for the second time where they need to nope. keep guys off balance. They're not doing any of that. This is the third batter they of are, the game. They are throwing a fastball, probably, I mean, f- 
over over 75% of the time in the first inning. You're trying to establish the fastball, establish the hard stuff. Well, so when you're at that level, you don't lose just lose command of your fastball that badly. And so for the fact then of this, after with all that in mind, you have the announcers go have a little feel for Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Baseball. Have a little feel for the game. That part. He's obviously talking about the umpires of having a little feel for baseball and for the game. Throwing out Miles Michaelis is exactly having a feel for the game. It's the top of the first inning, and having a feel for the game is understanding, hey, you know what? This could really uh, progress into something much worse. This is a rivalry. And, and such like, Yeah, this is already an established rivalry between the Cubs and the Cardinals. This can you know, progress into something much worse than maybe a dude getting hit on the hip. And so, you know what? We're going to send a message and have a feel for the game that we're not going to tolerate this, not only today, but also all four games of the series going through Sunday afternoon. And so, guess what? Everything that the announcers just said, real weird hill to die on, number one, and number two, you have a feel for the game by chuck by throwing somebody out. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if the Cubs were in the Cardinals position there and they did the same thing, I would sit there and say, you know what? They got a good point. They, they make a good point. It's game one of four of the series. The Cubs just last weekend had an instance with the Cardinals when they played a four-game set last weekend in Chicago. And so now going into this series, the umpires are obviously going to be on high alert. They're obviously going to have maybe a little bit of a shorter temper. And that's, that is having a feel for game. Sending a message from an umpire saying, we are not tolerating this on Thursday, we're not tolerating this on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. You are sending a message, and as an umpire, we always talk, whatever sport it is, get control of the game. We always talk about that with umpires, officials, referees, whatever it may be. That's exactly what they were doing. Establish how you're going to call the game and keep it consistent, and that's how they're going to call. That's how the umps are going to call this series. Is if, if you can send your message with your first pitch, you you threw it up and in. You but you buzzed the tower. That's your message. You didn't need to throw a second pitch to hit him. It was unnecessary, and I was like I was telling you before. I was surprised that as soon as it hit him, the ump didn't take his mask off and throw Michaelis out of the game immediately. The fact yeah. that they had to huddle up, they're like, hey. Do we do we want to do this? Are we going to yeah. accept this the rest of the series? Like, nah, man, I don't want to have to deal with this. Benches might clear at some point. We're going to have to get everybody back in the dirt. Like, let's just let's just nip it in the bud right yeah. now. Toss them out Amen. of the game, and the next time if somebody hits somebody, they're out of the game as well. Well, and, and you can talk about. The, oh, go Who ahead. Who was Russell. the commentator? 
It was the Cardinals broadcast. It was, it was the Cardinals broadcast. So I understand that there's going to be because a little bit I was of just thinking one-sidedness. Like I understand that. 15, 20 years ago, I could understand, you know, that being a part of the game. But yep. in today's world that we live in, I the old way of baseball, I think, is kind of out the window now. So well, and that and that's what I'm. That's kind of what I'm talking about. Um, hold on, I'm, I'm going to look up their their names specifically, but but even then, if you're the the, the home team's broadcast, you you can get upset about that without being ridiculous in your take, without without saying you know have a have a feel for baseball, have a feel for the game. Like Nick said, that is having a feel for baseball in the game in the game today. You're not going to accept that right now. The the unwritten rules of baseball are still a thing, but you can't you can't you know you're wasting two pitches just to get just mm-hmm. to put somebody on base to send a message for accidentally hitting hitting your catcher who is his best friend who he gave a hug to as he was leaving. Like it's not like he hit him on purpose and then like kicked some dirt on him and spit in his face. Yeah. I uh, and it probably was going to escalate to more bingo. And that's my thing is we always talk about how. We want officials and referees to get control of the game from start to finish. Have control of the game, right? And because especially in basketball, you see, you know how how officials can lose a game real quick, especially with physical play, things like that. Now, obviously, this is baseball. Um, and, and somebody asked on the text line, Nick, are you more upset because this happened to the Cubs? Uh, yes. No, no, no I, I'm not at all. I'm not upset at all, actually, about it. Because guess what? The Cubs won ten to three last night against the Cardinals. Oh, Cubs, go! Thank you. I could sing go, the song. Cubs, no, we're not. Singing, we're not singing the song. Stop it. Hey, Chicago, what do oh, you sorry. say? Stop. But anyway, no. This is like a baseball thing, where I understand that back in it has a tradition. I love the tradition of the game. Right? Doesn't mean I want dudes to get beamed for for an, uh, an incidental contact to where they they fully apologize in the moment to the guy it, it, but you saw it coming from Michaelis stared Ian Happ down the entire time Ian Happ was trying to help Wilson Contreras up so you saw it coming Ian Happ knew it was coming and he couldn't do anything about it i don't understand why like i i i get you he hit your teammate with his bat it wasn't on purpose he wasn't trying to take your. He wasn't trying to take Wilson Contreras out of the game. Like I don't understand why you were so angry about it in that instance, and why you you premeditated this for so like so much that your first pitch didn't connect. So you lofted, kind of tossed, light, lightly tossed the ball to hit him in the hip. Granted, it was still decently fast. It's not like it's gonna hurt all that much, but I mean, it's a baseball. It's still gonna hurt. Um, but you thought this out so much that you didn't throw full speed just to make sure that you hit him. I, I just the funniest part, uh, and and part that I I respected the most was that the umpires didn't make a a, a rapid reaction, right? A knee jerk reaction to where it's all right, instantly he's gone. I'm glad he, they didn't because they all have to agree number one on the decision and number two on the precedent they're going to set going forward. Mm-hmm. Because now all four of them, obviously, they'll rotate who are home plate umpires, where's who's first base umpire. They'll all rotate this weekend. And now it's it's constant and consistent throughout the entire series. And and umpires, obviously, with an established rivalry, they're going to be a little more of a short-tempered uh, kind of approach to it. I just thought it was, it was comical how the announcers intentionally acknowledged that, hey, yeah, he buzzed the tower, he sent a message, <laughs> And then the next pitch, he goes, yep, message sent again. 
Message received. And, and that the umpire, the the announcer, one of the announcers goes, "That's exactly how you're going to do it if you're going to do it." And I just go, "If you're going to hit somebody, you hit him right on the hip." Time out. What? And then they get all up in arms when the guy gets booted, and it's it's this once again, just my favorite clip of the entire, my favorite like five seconds of the entire clip here. Have a little feel for baseball. Have a little feel for the game. That's exactly what the umpires did. They had feel for the game. They made a decision. And there's my rant on the Chicago Cubs, who are winners of six straight and nine out of the last ten and are not going to sell Cody Bellinger or anybody at the deadline because they're making a playoff push. Here, here's my corner. thing. If the Angels are making a playoff push without and not trading Shohei Otani, the Cubs are making a playoff push. Ridiculous. Both of those are ridiculous. <laughs> Hall of Fame game next Thursday. What's up? <laughs> yeah, exactly, Raph. <laughs> Straight to football. Yeah. No, I mean, you're right. You're right. All right, so, Raph, I, I appreciate you letting me do that. Speaking of baseball corner, that before we head lot. out really fast, Shohei Otani throws a complete game shutout and then hits two home runs in the second game of the doubleheader. I did header. see that. Nobody's ever done that. I did see that. So, Raph. Give him the MVP. Raph, thank you for allowing me to, to rant on baseball corner. I appreciate Anything that. Anything for you. I appreciate that, Raph. If, if Naj AD, gets what he wants. Honestly, if AD was here, I probably wouldn't have because I know AD doesn't like baseball, and that's okay. I know you can <laughs> you can handle baseball, and so that's why I offered. That's why I asked. You're so, the man, brother. I, I appreciate you, Ref. Are the Yankees doing any better? I haven't, I haven't looked at the stats <laughs> No, they lately. still suck. No, they're bad. Still bad. Still suck. Yep, they're bad. So. All right. Well, what we'll do is we'll send her to break, and then when we come back, we will talk some history on the drive. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 